So you might actually have a thought out there right now thinking, I've had this idea for a business and it's been with you for years. It can come together when it finally comes together in a matter of weeks. And then it's just a case of reaching out and bringing people to it. And you can do it all yourself. Hi and welcome back to the Mindset and Marketing Podcast. I am your co-host for today's show, Matthew Toman. And I am Sharon Kirkpatrick. The Mindset and Marketing Podcast is designed to give you jargon-free information around everything mindset and everything marketing, the two most important things that you have to or you must master to achieve everything you want to in life, from my opinion. And lots of people's opinion. I got put off there. That bird actually just flew straight up the window. It actually I caught on the on, on my eyeline. I was like, "What the hell is that?" Um, so this is going to be our last podcast until next year. So we're taking a break for Christmas, mm-hmm. a well earned break. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit sad. I will miss. I know I chat to you every single day, but it's nice to have nice lighting. Well, do you want to shoot? An, to you? Do you want to shoot another one? No, don't wait. <laughs> so you don't want to do it that much. Do it on Christmas morning. I know. Let's do a live. <laughs> Um, what? It, how was your week? What did you get up to? Good, yeah. It's just been, um, obviously we had our Christmas party. Oh yes, that's which right. Which was good actually, fun. Yeah. I forgot about that. We went to Waterman House Restaurant and... Oh my God. It was so good. I hadn't been before and the food was unbelievable. Yeah, the food is unreal. Um, Big shout out to Joanne and Nile. Yeah, they're great. They're actually clients of ours and there's times that we've been filming with them and... The food has tasted so good. I've wanted to eat it, but it would have been very unprofessional to say, hey, can we now eat this food? <laughs> um, so it was great to actually taste it uh, in real life, in yeah. real time. And it's stunning there as well. Like the venue, you know, it's real cool, real cool. I thought even the staff was like so lovely. They were really, really good. And I sw- I've had like, out quite a bit in the past week and a half. Same. And it was the most reasonably priced restaurant out of all the, at the at the level of quality yeah. that I've had in in any of the restaurants in in Belfast, I'd say the same because I've been with you in a few of them, you know, and yeah. they've been some have been more expensive and not as good. Nowhere near, no, not not as good. Well, the customer service and all of them, I think, has been brilliant. Yeah. To be honest, um, but just the quality and you know bottles of wine, like it was really really reasonable. I loved it. We oh, had a ball. But, you know, I've been out, like, so that's what I've been doing, eating out loads, going out for parties, you know, getting the Christmas parties in, mm-hmm. like with friends and things like that. And I think I've ate more in the last two weeks than I have, like, in the last six months. It's just all crammed yeah, in. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. I have at now, I think, seven Christmas dinners. Wow. I, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I cannot be bothered Come anymore Christmas, with you're going to be like, I don't know, no thanks. I'm going to do one more on on Friday whenever we're going out for lunch. Yeah. Um, and then that'll be it then till Christmas Day. I have three more dinners, lunches booked in before Christmas. So I'm going to try and avoid like Christmas dinner and get like salmon or something. Oh, yeah. So that I'm not as wrecked. Yeah. Oh. So then on Sunday, we also went out because Rachel was playing at a venue um, yeah. in, in Belfast jewels and uh we had i had another christmas we all had a christmas dinner there as well <laughs> that was my first though yeah that was my my seventh that was the last one that i've done but you know how you know it's bad in terms of the amount of days out and or nights out and foods and everything do you know what had to happen to me on saturday mm-hmm. i had to go and get a mcdonald's for breakfast oh my god like McDonald's. that's the level that we're talking what i love to get a mcdonald's is an apple pie I do I've love never an apple had pie. an apple pie. And actually, they said to me the other time I went, I, I went out to a black tie event with Donna at so much food, at most of her food as well. I was in the Europa, also great food. Nice. At all night, left, was driving home. I was like, I love an apple pie at McDonald's. Drove to McDonald's at like quarter to two or something. I feel like I need to try these. Well, actually, they didn't have any apple pies, but they said we have this Halloween one left and it was like apple pie with toffee or something in. So I said, yeah, give me that. I'll take that. Oh, yeah, you just know it's bad. Like, it's been a long, long time since I've had, you know, a bit of a hangover where you need to kind of introduce McDonald's into the, the start of the day. Yeah, that's, it was that's tough. too much for me. I can't, I, do, I, no, I do like a McDonald's the odd time now, but that's, I didn't I realize it was that bad. It wasn't, it wasn't even, didn't even help. So have you been watching anything or what have you been doing TV wise? Mm, do you know what? We're actually having a nightmare with our TV. It puts you off watching stuff. 
Word. My TV is 13 years old, right? <laughs> and it looks good. It ha it comes on this stand. It's like a sound bar. So I never want to get rid of it because it looks really nice. Yeah. Like it's kind of floating. But every time I try and watch something now streaming, it, it can't keep up. And then it literally judders the whole way through. Like, and yeah, you need to change that, Sharon, immediately. I know. So I haven't no. really been watching sure anything. Is that an internet problem, though? No, because if you stream on your laptop, iPad, okay. everything else, it's all fine. Yeah. So Rich and I are sitting at home going, oh, for sake. Like, that, we can't watch anything. I think you two are absolutely insane. The, the, we just need to buy a TV, you know? Where like, spend money and where you choose not to, it's like, it blows my mind. I just, I know. I can't be bothered putting the research into a good TV. That's why. Should have got one Black well, Friday. I know. I'm surprised you didn't get one of mine whenever I moved out of Dublin. I had TV off, bedroom, living room, office TVs that were coming up. Everybody got one. Well, do you know what? I'm kind of glad, though, because this year, for the first time, I'm hosting Christmas. Okay. So I don't really have time to watch TV because I'm going to have to learn over the next week and a half how to cook. <laughs> so I'm going to have to practice some stuff because I don't want to serve... Shit food. No, you need to make sure it's amazing. Especially so, Christmas Day. Everybody's going to expect something that's really, really good. Well, I've asked your dad to make the stuff on because I'm not risking that. I know. He already said that he was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, st <laughs> I started watching um, Only Murders in the Building. You seen it? I tried a couple of this episodes one time, but it didn't really catch. That's so good. I actually wa rewatched season two because I couldn't remember how it ended. It actually, I had watched it whenever we were in Athens, and I can remember leave. We were leaving Athens to go out to Mykonos, and I, in Athens I was working, so I had the apartment very much like chilled, working, watching TV at night, you know, doing all the normal stuff that you do at home. Yeah. And then it went into holiday vibes then for the next like month or month and a half, but um, I didn't. I missed the the end of that season, so I had just restarted again. So I'm only into season three, but I love it. So we'll get into it. What are we talking about today? Well, it kind of actually leads on to what we were talking about. Screen time. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Too much screen time. Too little screen time. Mm. Have to be on screen time. Have to be God. off screen time. What is, what is the, uh, well, what is the averages? What is good? What is bad? You're going to ask me to share mine? I forgot well, we were talking about screen time. <laughs> I actually am going to ask you to share yours. I'm actually just looking at I'll tell now. you something before you read yours out, right? Yeah. The average screen time. Now, bear in mind, this is from like 16-year-olds right through to like 67. So it's slightly higher. If we were just thinking about our age bracket, I think yep. this would be lower. So because kids are on it more. Okay. So um, the average screen time is six hours, 37 minutes. That's broad. But I average? think the kids that, are bringing that, that up. Is that okay? Or? That's the daily average. But I, I think that's too high. Right. Okay. So, what is yours? <laughs> well, I'd scroll through there to have a look at mine. Um, the daily now. Well, I'm doing daily average. Like do the weekly so you get a fur, you know, okay. like go set. So I'm doing like daily average. Let me just see. So if I go to daily set. average here, it's it's coming in at five hours, 53 minutes. And um, you put that on the week to get your daily average. It's like week five hours, 53. So yeah. you're close. Mine, I thought I would have been more than that. Do you feel good? Is that a good... How do you feel after knowing know, that? I'm actually just going to check that again. Now, <laughs> that is actually including WhatsApp. I know, but it's you're on your screen. WhatsApp is usually like voice memos or phone. Anyway, go on. Mine is three hours, 44 minutes. No way. Yeah, but you've got other devices. Well, I'm on the laptop a lot. Yeah. But here... So but this is right. Mine, that's for business as well, though. No, I know. But it's good to be aware of. But here, do you know what I did? I did a wee shout out to your family. Okay. To get them to send me their screen time. Oh, no. <laughs> what is it? So you have to guess. First of all, I messaged your Auntie Louise, right? And she said, is this meant for me? Oh, really? <laughs> and then she sent me it. So what do you think Louise's is? Do you think it's more or less than yours? I'd say it's more than mine. Maybe Four not. hours, 22. That's not bad. Oh, well, her, her yeah. That's without business. That's without work. Your mom? Oh, no. So again, she said to me. Um, she probably doesn't even know how to get to it. She said to me, can I play this, actually? I'll play it. Yeah. Hey, Sean, are you sure you rang the right number? <laughs> <laughs> Is that strange or I don't know? <laughs> then I phoned her. So she got me her screen time. It has to be an R. 
one hour and yeah. four minutes. Yeah, she doesn't. She won't go on Instagram. She won't look at anything. I, I was said, like, wow. I said, Mom, let me set up your an Instagram account for you so you can just watch what we do, do you know, as a family. And she's like, no, no, I'm not doing it. And I was like, okay. And I, I was like, but uh, you're missing out on things. But do you know your mom, right? She doesn't have time. She's going and visiting everyone, making curtains, yeah. living in the actual reality. Oh, yeah. My mom lives in real life. And whenever you're with her, she is engaged. Yeah. Now, she does spend that hour. Like, um, I'd say that's all used on WhatsApp calls as well. Yeah, it was mostly on, on the phone. Yeah. She said she doesn't really. And I was like, I don't know that there'd be anybody else she, in the world that could have that. She uses a bit of the Daily Mail. She'll text me things about, like, one of, one of we have a business partner, Adam Collard, and she'll send me a message and I'll be like, Adam, my mom just, you've got a new girlfriend, my mom just sent me the link. <laughs> <laughs> or Adam's in Love Island, whatever it may be. I, I get all the news from my mom. So we'd be on like group call and I'd be like, you've got a new girlfriend? He's like, yeah, I'm sort of saying, we're seeing how it goes. And I was like, my mom sent me the link. He's like, he laughs. She's you know? so funny. I love your mom so much. I know. He was actually meant to come over to my birthday in 2020 and I was excited for meeting him. Your uncle, um, your uncle Pete, he, I thought, he doesn't have, he just has a Nokia. He's you a know. Nokia 3310. I had to answer it the other day and nearly, I, I didn't know what to do. I was like, how do I get this? And I thought it hung up on the person. But he has an iPad. Oh, so yes. last one, he, how, how much time do you think he was on it? I'd said three hours. Three hours, 15. Oh, that was good. Yeah, so well done you. I know. But here, it, I was saving the on, best. What do, you, what do you think mine? Oh, go on. Just oh, while I look up another. I was saving like oh, Rachel, the, the best to last. 10 hours. 10. A day? Yeah. She's on the phone all the time. 8 hours, 15 minutes. That's not... I'm close. A day? Yeah. Like, that's an average over the last week. So every day? Yeah. I know. I near died. That's a working shift. I know. 8 hours a day. And how long do you think I spend on Instagram? Two, 20 minutes. God, that can't be right. Um, oh, average per day... On Instagram, one, one hour. No, that can't be right, actually. Let me see. It, it says one hour a day on Instagram, which I don't think is that bad, considering my, that's my job. Yeah. Do you, do you go on Instagram for your job, though? Well, I Tell usually go on to, like, look at stuff within. Yeah, to, not, yeah, not overly, like, but... But you're doing a bit of it, so it's not all just... Well, I, don't think that's, I don't think that's high, you know? No. That's good. Yousef, what's yours? I see you checking yours. He's it's like he's like higher than Rachel's. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I know. But, but eight hours, fifteen minutes. That's yeah. surely that's I, too I used much. to have a really unhealthy relationship with my screen time, and it was up in the seven, eight hours, nine, nine sometimes. And here's the thing, right? You can't do without screen time now. Yeah. Because that's where people are that's how you find information out you know that's yeah. how people communicate well that's how i communicate all my calls like everything you know so what what what's your opinion of it are you casting judgment or i just thought it was interesting to see how much time i think there's a healthy balance my daily average on i'm out of my five hours a day two hours of that spent on whatsapp yeah oh, that's mine's a lot WhatsApp, of, mine. but like i would do a whatsapp call for an hour no i know so how is that i know you know but, what I mean? That's not screen time. Well, you're still on your phone. I'm on my phone, like, but I have to... But, you know, this is part of it. It's, like, actually well, engaging I'm, with people I'm really, in real life. I'm really happy with, like, five and a half hours a day average running a digital business. Digital, digital business. Yeah, I think that's good. And I don't uh, really use my computer or my iPad. I would say, you know, I think you should aim for around the five or below. One of my friends had said that they were used like three hours a day or four hours a day on TikTok. And I was saying, really, I can't believe that. And whenever I went through mine on TikTok, whenever I went into the apps, actually it's a load of time on Spotify as well. If you think about, right, a day, supposed to be sleeping for eight hours of that day, mm -hmm. right? And then if you're on your social media or your phone for five hours of that day, what are we up to? 13? Yeah. So then you've got another, my maths is rubbish. Help me here. What do you think? What do you think my TikTok is? 11 hours. I don't know. 10 minutes. 48 seconds. A day average. Yeah. Right. You need to get off yours now. 
I know. Well, do you want to know what? It's but I. I now you're mine, actually on your screen. <laughs> mine used to be way, way worse though. Way worse with screen time and like I, whenever someone says to me, I haven't got time to build an online business or I don't have time to go to the gym. I do this all the time with clients. I say to them, take out your phone and look at your screen time. And they've spent like hours on Instagram or hours on TikTok. And I'm like, so take one of those hours off a day and go to the gym or take one of those hours off and work on your online business. Like that's where your time is going. There's no question about it. This is the thing because your phone is amazing, right? You get so much. It's your maps it's your yeah. camera it's your diary it's your emails it's your it's work how I make it's money as it's, well it's, it's everything but at the same time there is probably you know a healthy balance if you are just going on to the channel social media is yes and just yeah. you know scroll 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 unintentional yeah screen time yeah is probably the problem so if they could figure out a way to like Give yeah. people that information, that would be so useful because you're not, you know, the people phone. Know. You know. They know they don't need an app to tell Do them. Do you think how. they know though? Yeah. Like I know whenever I'm procrastinating on my phone doing nothing, like looking to distract myself, looking to say, like talking to somebody else. Like if I'm sitting with you right now and you're telling me that and I'm having a conversation with somebody else, it's so disrespectful to you. I can't cope with yeah. people being on their phone yeah. when you're talking to them. Yeah, that I know. Does my head in. I've got so much better. Even whenever we went to Waterman's and we went to Jules, I did. I left my phone in my pocket of my coat. You actually I, said to us, do you need your phones? Because our phones were sitting there. And, and I was like, like, get them off the table. What the hell happened here? Well, I just I'm, wanted I'm to take a picture of the food. <laughs> I know. I had. This, I got steak tartare and I was like, Sean, can you take a photograph of that? I want to use it later because I didn't have my phone on me. <laughs> I know. Well, this this is the thing. that. It's kind of getting that balance because I think people are rude now. Yeah, well, since I've phone. stopped using it, right, I've noticed how annoying it is when other people do it. But I'm not going to be like, take your phone off the table. I said on the bank house night because... You, you literally... W- I said <laughs> on the bank house night because I did want us to like totally engage. But I didn't say it whenever we were out on Sunday. I wouldn't say it normally. You know, no, I'm just I'm- leaving my phone off the table and just trying to engage. Even whenever I go down home now to see everybody, I'm just like leaving my phone in the car leave my phone, you know, in another room and just trying to be as present as possible. I'm actually really enjoying it. Because the thing is, look, we're not here for a long time, you know, so it's important when you're actually meeting people to show up and be present. And if your phones there are going off all the time or whatever, you know, you're not spending that quality time with somebody. Yeah. Like that's an opportunity you're never going to get back. But I got got my first phone, right? When were phones out? When did phones come out? I have no idea. 96 or something or 96 when was mobile phones i don't know i got my first one whenever i was about flipping 12 12 or something or 13 and like that was that was long ago that was like the 90s like 96 or something um and i've had so i've only really left my phone down (laughs) and in in the past year you know so i i've had like over 20 years or nearly 30 years of having like a my phone being like the center of conversations even whenever i'm talking with somebody else i would say i've noticed a difference in you yeah you know like previously you were a nightmare yeah you kind of were but i can see the difference in you and i think it really changes the energy and the conversations Mm. that we can have you know when we're all out together at your and because we we brought it up to your family do you remember well, Rachel brought up to your mum and dad, do you remember? Yeah. And then they stopped using their phones when she was there, but she hasn't done the same. No, so she's Rachel, like... <laughs> she's on the phone all the time. I'm like, Rachel, hello. I was like, hi. She didn't even say hello the other day. And I said, what are you doing? Your phone? I'm making a reel. I was like, okay, cool. But we actually then have better conversations, yeah. you know, and the, the, the environment's nice. And guess what's not happening? Do you ever, are you ever sitting in a room and, or you're watching something and somebody beside you is doing that scrolling through lo- and you're getting loads of different signs yeah, in your yeah. ear oh i know and you're trying to have a conversation or watch something and you're just hearing this constantly yeah i'm like no can't cope yeah no well I, I i definitely have got better i recommend everybody to sort of try to set their phone down step away from it try to get away from it especially over christmas yeah. just switch it off and like i sound like an asshole saying that because for years I mean, I was on the phone, voice memo, and I was, like, my mom and dad used to come to Dublin and say, Matthew, what is the point in us coming down to see you? You're on your phone for the whole time. And I was like, I'm running, I'm running a business, uh, like, because I was stressed. Where I think even WhatsApp bringing out archive and messages yeah. has been, like, game changer. 
Yeah. Everybody's archived. Like on I don't. Yours? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't mean that. it as a like. Um, I don't use archive as like you know I don't want to speak to the person. Yeah. I just don't want anybody to be able to have a notification coming up on my phone. Like I don't want to have a notification on my phone. I've got one there for an email, but I mean, you know, because if I'm not if I'm here talking to you right now, and something comes up on my phone about tomorrow, I'm instantly thinking yeah. about tomorrow. Yeah. So I don't want to do that anymore. I know. And see, just on a side note, you know, I love wee stats. Just for anyone out there who has kids, which I'm sure they already know. And here's the thing. Kids now get their homework and all on tablets, know. you know, and all of this. So yeah. obviously we will have more screen time. That's yeah. only going to increase and increase. But it's just, I think, always being aware of it so that you can kind of try and manage it. But 80% of parents reported that they're, they've seen an increase um, in their child's behavior worsening the mm -hmm. more screen time they had. And I don't just mean like slightly, like I mean their behavior was much worse. Yeah. So so pretty much everyone out there, every parent is saying my child's behavior is worse yeah. when they're on the screen time. How do you manage that as a parent? Do you know? <clears throat> well, the other day Louise sent me a video and she was like, them and Jack on a Wednesday, they were just becking. Yeah. Like shortbread. Like just whenever we were, whenever I was getting minded as a child, even if there had been screen time, I don't think we'd have been on them because we were always out in the park on our bikes. It's all also like kids don't really go out and play as much as what we did back then. And I think, I don't know why or what, you know, is going on there, but. Because they're all playing online now, you know. Yeah. My friend said that she has to do breaks, you know, with her kids yeah. on screen time. Like, so basically, right. And, and talks them through kind of. Mm -hmm. That game's making you a bit upset or it's making you yeah. agitated, you know, and it's because you're playing it so much. So we need to have a bit of a break from oh, it yeah. now. You know, that's all you can really do, because at the end of the day, if they're, if they're not on it and everyone else is on it and they're friends, mm. you know, they're going to be outside in the street playing by themselves. I know it is hard. I know. But I think you're right. You know, it's just kind of being aware of it because it's only going to go up. Yeah. And like trying to kind of. Well, mine's going you know, down. So not necessarily. So it's your choice. Yeah. Do you want to go up or do you want to go down? You have the actual choice. I have the choice. I want down. Yeah. I want to take WhatsApp off mine because then at least it'll be accurate. I would love to have WhatsApp off mine. No, no, no. Not WhatsApp off mine. WhatsApp off my tracking. I the reporting. Reporting. I know. I love WhatsApp. It's my favorite app. I know, but the, the whole point is, right? I know it is still you're doing work or whatever, but you're still not out there. Mm. You're still not chatting to people face to face. Yeah. We're all moving online. Yeah. You know, like that's just the way it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Are you? Because I want to go back. Because I'm in contact with people. If I'm in LA, I'm having a full blown ongoing conversation with my family, my aunties, you, my friends. Like it's, it's like I'm, I never have felt lonely for a single second, even whenever I've been in a country on my own for X amount of time. I still go out and make friends. I still go to the gym. I still go for dinner. Like, but I'm able to like communicate. Like me and Anya are on the phone. All that WhatsApp time is probably with her. I know. But here's one final question. Mm -hmm. And it's a big one, but we'll just have to wrap it up in like a second. Um, obviously now we're moving. We're in that world. Technology. That's how it is. Do you think the world was people were happier before technology or happier after technology? I think, um, what my, what, how, no, was I? generally as a, uh, as a whole, the entire world, <laughs> I'm asking you the answer for like, just what you, what do you, what's your opinion? What do you think? See, I, I think happier. I think not as happy. Like I know that my granny did not get to talk to my uncle Harry who lived in Guernsey for 40 or 50 years. Didn't even see him before he died. The, he rang like when he could, you know, from a phone box and then she had to be in the house at the time. And I know she missed him a lot. Do you I know, know but I mean? on the other side, she probably had a lot of really great in-person experiences. And she probably didn't have the weight of the world on her shoulder because she's only getting a bit of news and not being fed. All of the stuff that she could be, all of the terrible things that are happening in the world and all of the great things that other people have. So that FOMO, fear of missing out. She mm. just had what was on the street. Still now, watch the news. And bear in mind, she lived in Lurgan, so I'm sure... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of drama in Lurgan, but the thing still is, is, there still is. Yeah, unfortunately, there's drama in Lurgan. Oh. But the thing is, I actually, I, I think it, I, 
I personally think it makes people happier to have. I knew it. you were going to say that. You know, but I think that people, but I think people that aren't are unhappy need to take responsibility for their own for their own situation and stop blaming it on a phone. And if the phone is a problem, then stop. It's you know. So it's like my my one of the reasons why I think people are unhappy is because they don't take responsibility for the position they're in. Well, I know if I could choose, I wouldn't have technology. Yeah. Like, but I can't because if I do, then I'm missing out. Yeah. I'm missing out on phoning Ilaria, who lives over in England, you know, videoing her, mm. missing, can't do my work. So, yeah. you know, would have to probably pack shells somewhere. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I don't want to do that. So, yeah. you know, I, I have to sacrifice. I, I would I would prefer no technology. Yeah. But the world doesn't allow for it, so I have to adjust to it. But I think I've done okay, because what was mine? Three hours... Yeah. 30 something. Yeah. And I definitely do think the world is a better place with technology. And I think it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Most people would say that it's not because they're not, they're they're missing the the how how the good sides of it. Like I love like listening to podcasts. I love what you know, the so it brings I me know. so much enjoyment. You know, um yeah. So to summarize, watch your screen time. Leave if your phone anyone, in the car. If anyone beats um, eight minutes fi- or eight hours fifteen, yeah. please let us know so Rachel doesn't. Do you know that another thing that I actually done as well? I put this thing on my phone where it switches off when it's driving. Yeah, let you know that it's driving. Uh, maybe everybody has that. <laughs> I well, don't know. people did say um, that you shouldn't use your phone an hour before bed either because it impacts your ability to sleep. Okay. So you could do that too if yeah. there's a wee tip that you need for just whenever you're with people, leave your phone in the, in another room. Leave it. Turn it off. Put it on airplane mode. Put it on silent, and just listen to the people around you and talk to them because I I think out of look, I have had loads of goals in my life, chasing after things, wanting things, and I've achieved so many of them. Yeah. Right. Like loads of things that I wanted, and it does bring you fulfillment, but it's short lived. I really just human interaction and engagement is something that I value so much more now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay, moving on because we end up getting to talk about that again. So leave it. Leave it at the <laughs> door. Um, okay, so for, I know we were doing dilemmas, right? But we're going to change it up because it's the last podcast of 2023. Mm-hmm. So what we were going to do was encourage, obviously you and I both understand the power of an online business. Yeah. And the freedom that it can bring. Yeah. So we wanted to encourage any of the listeners out there who are thinking about starting an online business to make this their New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. And as part of that, and we'll go through it in more detail now, but we're going to offer that person um, the chance to, we're going to build their website for them if they can get us well, a business. Yeah, well, build their website and mentor them. Yeah, Bring them to their first sale yeah. in an online business or service. If they're using online to whether they're selling a service or a product or whatever it may be. So basically, the topic is <laughs> make your New Year's resolution to start a new online business. Yeah. So wanted to go into the why, mm-hmm. and then we'll go into just basically anybody who wants to submit um, an application Yeah. to become a part of that. Yeah. So why an online business? Well, I wanted to do a thing in the podcast where we look back and say the peaks of the past year and some of the lower times of the past year um, and I could find so many good ones you know traveling around Italy all the food like just the experiences back at home here for a few months with my family like all of the different things a negative was like breaking my ankle but I think that I had to slow that down anyway this was needed to slow down but every single good point that I could think of over the whole year was all because I have a digital online business that's yeah. it. Like, so it, it wasn't about going to Italy or, you know, tra- it wasn't about any of those things. It was having the capability of doing it. Yeah. I think whenever I didn't have the capability of doing any of those things, I was much sadder. Like that's yeah. when it, it wasn't technology making me sad. It was actually the fact that I was constrained and wasn't able to actually do things, yeah. you know? So whenever I look at an online business, how much that's freed up my entire life. And allowed me to like spend this extra time with family. Yeah. I, I, I want every single person in the world to know that it's possible. Now I get that not many, not everybody can own their own online business and 
you know, travel around the world, but not everybody wants to. Yeah. You know, people don't want to have the responsibility. People don't want to do that. If you're watching this podcast and you've got to this point, you probably do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You probably do. And maybe, you know, are afraid to take that leap, you know, because maybe yeah. you're working in a job that, you know, guarantees you your salary every yeah. month and, you know, guarantees you your annual leave. Um, but what you can do, and that's one of the benefits of an online business is that you can start it. We've talked about this briefly before, but you can start it on the side, you know, and not necessarily make that leap over to a fully fledged online business um, and quit your, your day job, so to speak. Yeah. So that then whenever you've got your business set up, you can then, you know, say goodbye yeah. to that whenever you start to see the regular income come in from the new business yeah. that you've created. And again, back to that is that with setting up an online business, like there's there's virtually, there's hardly any overheads, Yeah, you know, to set this up. No, there's not, there's not really any overheads. And the thing about it is you've got to think about also working in someone else's online business as a freelancer, as a moving part of it. You know, mm -hmm. I always think of graphic designers. Yeah. You know, they're really successful freelancers. You know, they can do whatever, travel and do whatever they need to do. Mm -hmm. But they don't necessarily have to have their own graphic design agency. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They can just have loads of clients that they just work for. Yeah. Um, there's so many different ways of doing it where it's like, I think it's off-putting sometimes whenever we frame it as starting your online, online business where it could be just like having a profile on Upwork or Fiverr and yeah. people contact you to do like video animation. So you've basically got a, a service or a skill that just doesn't require you to meet in person. Yeah. You know, never speak to anybody. Yeah. A lot of our contractors we've, I've never even spoke to. As in face to face? Even over the phone sometimes. Like okay. you spoke to the animator that we work with? No. 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 Oh, no, once. Yeah. But I mean, there's different people there that I've never spoke to the guy who does all the sound mixing. Yeah. Over the phone. Yeah. Never had to. Yeah. I don't know where he lives, what he does. I don't know anything. I just messed him and say, sound. here's a Dropbox link to the sound. Can you mix <laughs> this? You know, and he's like, yeah, no worries. I'll be back in an hour or two hours. I know. Like that could be, you don't, because some people think I couldn't be, I couldn't have like an online business because I don't want to be on a podcast. You put yourself out there. Your face is in front of it. Your face does not have to be in front of any camera. No. You don't even have to speak to people. <laughs> like we have people that we pay every week that we don't even speak to that's it's truth well i know but that's that's the, the power of technology now and being online yeah. you know but i think the other thing as well is w one of the benefits of starting an online business is that you can kind of so one you can there's no overhead all you really need is you know to get your presence up on mm -hmm. a platform that people can purchase your services or product from and then start reaching out to people online, yeah. you know. Yeah. But the other thing is that it can happen quite quickly. If, yeah. if you are listening to this today and you're thinking about it, you could 100%, if you put just a bit of time into it, have a new business up and running online before 2024. So yeah. what's that? Two weeks? Yeah, no, you could. You could. I was um, listening to a podcast just before this, um, only like an hour, 20 minutes into it. It's a Stephen Bartlett podcast. I've been listening to so many of his at the minute. It's great. Um, but the one today is with Casey Neist Neistat. How is that pronounced right, Yusuf? Yeah, Neistat. Neistat. Casey, Casey Neistat. And he, was a, he had a YouTube channel, a very successful YouTube channel. And for, I think it was 800 days, I think, or something, he posted every single day. A video every day and now correct me if i'm wrong on that anybody but and he grew like a couple of hundred thousand subscribers which is huge yeah and he done that it took him i think six years to get to that point like to be getting to say a couple of hundred thousand subscribers then he grew in the space of 18 months to 15 15 million yeah so he had this like which i would class as big growth to a couple of hundred thousand. Oh yeah but then over 18 months he went from you know yeah, it's like 15 million subscribers. Yeah. So whenever Sharon's saying about it, it, it happens really fast. You could have had that idea for a business for like two years, three years. And you think this isn't even moving fast. Because yeah. I know I've always, before I stopped drinking, I knew that I wanted to stop drinking, you know, for years. Before I opened the business, I knew that I was going to be a business owner for a long time. So you might actually have a thought out there right now thinking, 
I've had this idea for a business and it's been with you for years. The way that Sharon's talking about now and the method, it can come together when it finally comes together in a matter of weeks. You can literally have it online in weeks. Yeah. And then it's just a case of reaching out and bringing people to it. Yeah. And you can do it all yourself, you know, not saying just jump on and don't, you know, just put something up there and then, you know, start firing it out. But yeah. what I mean is it, it's possible you ca- you if you can't, believe. You can't, I'll just correct you. I think you, I know what you mean by that, but I'll just, uh, I'll dig a bit deeper yeah. into it. Like you can do it all yourself, but you, I, I'm talking about using our course here. You can't, you can't do it. In, like it took no. me six, seven years to figure it out myself. Where if yes. I had had really good mentors or an online course or structure to follow, are already a formula in place. Yeah. Then it like speeds it into like weeks. Well, set good point. Because what I meant was in terms of if you've got all of the information there, it can mm-hmm. be put up and yeah. created and built yourself. But you have to kind of educate yourself that that is not a matter of weeks to yeah. be fair. Following the Life's a Beach formula, it's weeks. But also just on this particular episode, for this person, if there's somebody there that's in a position to, it will be a matter of weeks because we'll yeah. be building it. Yeah, we're going to be going through it exactly with you. And you'll be um, mentoring them. But whenever we are looking at uh, this as a business, like I I just think that all of the things that, that I could really find over the past year and probably over the past, really I went remote since 2019, like since then has all been the fact that I have owned a digital business. And... You know, I'm again like to say this and to reiterate it. I'm not technical. I can't edit videos. I can't even edit a reel. Even the other day when Rachel was talking about that reel, I was like, "Why don't you just get someone to do that for you? You've got the budget, you know, within your business." I know, I know. Do you know what? On a side note, I know we're kind of going off topic here, but obviously, I don't own my own online business, but I work for yeah an online business. Um, so for anyone who's not prepared to take that leap yet in creating yeah. their online online business, I definitely recommend looking at jobs if you do want that flexibility and that freedom mm-hmm. that we're talking about without the kind of fears yeah. of being solely responsible is looking at um, companies that provide services online because it's a game changer even yeah. for me. Well, we can take a deeper dive into like where you're at if you want. I'm happy to share this can be cut out. If not, let's see. What are we going to say? But like, so Sharon <laughs> works for Bankhouse Media, obviously. And she has complete and utter freedom to live, work anywhere she wants in the world because that's what I want to provide for everybody who works with me because I that's what I value as being important. And I think other people should have the opportunity at least. And then they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Obviously, I know how much of an asset Sharon is to me, my business, Daniel as well. Our, me and Daniel both value as a, as a really good asset for us. So we then offer, okay, you get a salary, you get a wage, but also you get a commission. Yes. Yeah. Like you can earn as much money as you want. Yeah. So you do get a lot of the freedom, a lot of the capability of making as much money as you want. Yeah. Without having to really reinvest the time or the money into it. Yeah. And that's exactly what I meant by if you don't want to be the face of a brand or be on the podcast or be the front of it, you don't have to be. If you become so skilled in the area of online digital marketing, you can then set the terms for a business that you want to work for. Yeah. You then say, hey, I'm bringing a lot to the table here. Yeah. And here's what I want. Yeah. I'm not working in an office. I don't want that amount of money. I want a different package deal here. I want this amount of money and I want this amount of commission. And if we hit that, I want that. And if we hit that, I want that. Yeah. That's how you do that. And that's a valid point is kind of the the sky's the limit. Whether you work for uh, an online business or you create one, the sky's the limit in terms of what you can earn. You know, obviously, yeah. if you're in uh, a nine to five job, you've got a, a salary. Like there'll, yeah. there'll be sales jobs that have commission structures and all of that. But mostly you're going to have, you know, a, a set salary and you'll have to be in work at these hours in this place at yeah. this time. Whereas like I worked from Lisbon, I worked from um, America, I worked mm. from... My dad's when he wasn't well. I work for Malaria's when she wasn't well. Yeah. Like there's so many different things that you can do because you don't have to be there at that time mm-hmm. because, you know, of the constraints of a yeah. particular. But you have educated yourself and you become an expert within that field of online business. 
if you were, if you didn't do that and there was another 10 of you there, yeah, I would say, no, Sean, you're not working from there. There's another 10 of you waiting over there. Yeah. So if you don't want to work from this, I wouldn't do that anyway, but I, mean, because <laughs> I wouldn't do that for is anybody. This, am I getting fired? But far? the thing is, <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is you're actually like, you've took the time. And so if anybody's going out there, you have to re-educate yourself. You have to learn and say, like the modules in Life's a Beach, you're already the expert, how to build a profitable product, how to create, you know, lead generation. Like what is lead generation? Like yeah. understanding all that and bringing that to the table. You can then open up the negotiation and do whatever you want. Yeah. Do you know? So it's like, it's about educating yourself. It's about learning how to run your own business. We, Bankhouse Media is going to be one of the biggest lead generation companies around over the next three to five years. That's what we're moving into. We've been doing a lot on lead generation. We've been hiring in that area and we're doing PPC and lead generation. That is where I want the business to go. I set that on my goals last year and it's mad how we've been moving towards that. I have went and found a mentor and done an online course on Google ads and PPC and Bing and all this other stuff that is out there. I'm never, ever, ever going to set up a Google ad campaign, but I will be able to communicate with that department yeah. really clearly yeah. and understand that I'll be on the side of my clients saying, are you, that no one's bullshitting anybody. Yeah. They're not bullshitting me and then I'm bullshitting somebody else. No, they won't be able to because I have went and invested into a mentor and an online course to learn everything about that. Yeah. You know, and that's what you have to do to become the best. Yeah. You have to do that. And if you want to become the best, then you got to educate yourself. Just another benefit of the online business world is that you had mentioned there, there's no bullshit because yeah. it's all trackable. It's all traceable. So the minute your your product or service is online, you will see how many people are coming to your website. So yeah. you'll know you need to get more. You'll see how many sales are being made and how much you're spending on those sales. Mm -hmm. So you'll know whether or not it's worth it. Like it's all so easy and transparent to kind of yeah. not say easy but you know it's all visible and it's all there so there's no bullshit with an online business well the thing is most people try to make their online courses i find our competitors are like they make it all overwhelming they're charging so much money that they have to make it seem important i am about to like blow your mind this is easy because of the data like there is a daisy chain and you can actually pinpoint exactly where the problem is yeah. Things aren't coming onto the website, so the ads are the problem. Things aren't clicking on the ads, so the creatives are the problem. The creatives aren't working, so the copywriter could be the problem. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it, there's a daisy chain of events, and it's so simple. And the only thing holding you back from having everything that you want is educating yourself on it. Yeah. So if you haven't got everything you want in your life right now, that's your problem. <laughs> that's like, it's your responsibility. If you've got too much screen time, that's your problem. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Kind of feels like you're sending it to me, you know. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> your screen time's quite quite small. Happy you know? Christmas, everyone, but it's your problem. <laughs> I know. Actually, we got the bankhouse bankhouse.com transferred over this morning, so it'll be pointing to it now. That's we I'm said so excited before. About so it. now it's actually delivered our Christmas present has arrived on time. Yeah. A slightly early. Slightly early, yeah. I've got the bankhousemedia.com. I'm so excited about it. Yeah. Isn't that I can't the wait weird to use things it. I get excited about now? No, and me now. too. But yeah, I think well, to this is the thing to become one of the biggest lead generation com companies in the industry. I knew that that bankhousemedia.com was important. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I spoke to one of my mentors. I don't know if I said this on the last podcast. I said about .ie and he said, is that India? Yeah, But yeah, so I know that like having bankhousemedia.com is really important to be global. And whenever I get back out to the States, I'm excited because that's how I'm entering in with you know, a leading lead generation digital media agency. That was, that's a tongue twister. And we're shooting all the content for it after this podcast. Yeah. So we're reshooting all the videos um, and all the ads for that business. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Well, we've seen obviously parts of it, but I can't wait to share it is probably what I should have said. Yeah, it'll be good to share. I can't wait to get it out there as well. And um, so in terms of the online business side of things, so yes, obviously you can get it up in a matter of weeks if you've already done the education piece around, mm -hmm. you know, how to get your business online. However, if you haven't done that, we can skip all of that and it'll be up in a matter of weeks if you want to fill in our application form for um, your first online business 2024, which you will get in a Google Doc. Yeah, uh, so let's talk the, us through the criteria. Check the notes. 
So we have a few pieces of criteria. Obviously, we don't want to invest the time and money um, in building a website or a business for somebody who's not actually committed to it. Mm -hmm. So there's a few criteria. So whenever you open up the Google form, you'll be asked if asked to provide um, a little bit of information. So what we'd ask for is that you have a business name or a business idea, like an idea for a name. Yeah. like Why I mean, can't I say that? An idea for a business name <laughs> is what I, I meant. I, you have an idea for a business. And if you've already got a name for it, put the name in. Yeah. And don't, I always say like it can be a working title. It can change. Yeah. Yeah. A brief description on what you think the online business is going to be and what mm -hmm. service or product it might be. A brief description on who you think your target customer would be. So yeah. who do you think would buy this? Um, details of any experience that you have in that particular service or product. Yeah. That like, hopefully you have some because that's really going to help. You mm -hmm. know, it's not essential. We've talked about this before. You can just learn, educate yourself, but because the time frames are tight, I'm guessing yeah. in in this case it's probably only worth um, filling in the application if you do have some experience yeah. with that service or product. Um, who A list of who you think your competitors are. So just a website address to yep. a couple of competitors. And details on what marketing you think you could do um, yourself once the online business is built. Yeah. So like reach out on social or, you know. You'll have to do all that as well. Like whenever... so. This package is, you will get access to all of our online digital courses, um, Life's a Beach, The Evolution of You, the Copywriting Masterclass. You'll be able to watch our movies. Obviously, you can watch those for free already. Digital Marketing Revolution, The Evolution of Success, our Lead Generation course. So you'll get access to everything. Also, you'll get access to Bankhouse Media for building out the um, all of your online presence with your graphic design, your logo, your branding, your website. And then also you will get me, I will be mentoring you, um, which I will mentor you through to your first sale. Um, and this will all be, you know, done as a part of this package that I want, we want to do for, well, I will be doing them. We'll be both be mentoring them, actually. It's our Christmas present to us because we love to see, you know. I love to see it. We've talked about the benefits of an online business and we just want to encourage more and more people to take that leap. You know, it mm -hmm. doesn't need to be that it's a full time yeah doesn't need to be that it's like a full time we're not saying yeah. quit your day job don't do that if you've got one yeah. but what we're saying is we will help you get your we will get your first online business up and running and yeah. like Matthew said your first sale so we unfortunately we can only do it for one person so we'll yeah. get the applicants in I was going to say we hadn't um we hadn't agreed a cutoff date for the applicants but what should we say the cutoff date will be on the sales page whenever our, the cutoff date will be on the page tomorrow um and you can have a look at it, but what do you do, 30th of Jan January? Yeah, I think probably the 31st, 31st of January, January. Um, cut off for applicants, and then we'll review them, and then we'll get started. We'll notify the, the, the person that we're looking to work with and build this business with. Yeah, um, and then we will, so that that's basically what it will be, you'll <gasps> be able to. And then we could actually get them on the podcast. Well, they can do it virtually, actually, because yeah. this can go anywhere. Because I'm going to cut this into a reel and actually run this ad. And then they could share their experiences as to... Yeah. Now, don't let that put you off, because if you don't want to be on the podcast, yeah. it's fine. I was also... See, back in the day, whenever I had Bankhouse Productions in the office in, in Dublin, um, I got really, really overambitious. And whenever Simone and Dario was there, and me and Daniel and everybody, I was like, let's get like five businesses, let's do a YouTube, you know, series you know going around filming them and I I really 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 wanted to do it but I was so over ambitious I just did not have the manpower the money like but this kind of whenever you had suggested doing this to me doing this um to me yesterday or the other day Sharon had come up with this idea and I said absolutely I love it I absolutely love it because it's a very pared back smaller version more able to achievable piece of you know thing to do and um so I was delighted we want to change people's lives one person at a time, you know. Could you, that? Could you try again? She always interrupts you. I know. Whatever way I move my arm, I, I, I start talking to She's her. It's a bit rude. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about it because I just know that it's going to work. It's going yeah. to do so well. And I just hope that encourages somebody out there who's listening, who's a bit afraid mm -hmm. to kind of take the steps, encourages them to do it. Yeah. Um, we are in the process as well because of the shift in everything because we have now the Bankhouse Media Group 
And in that group, there is three different brands. There is Bankhouse Media, digital media agency, Bankhouse Productions, our film production company, which we've got a really exciting project coming next year that we're going to be working on. And the Mindset and Marketing Academy in those three areas meet businesses where they're at. Um, and it's now been made very simple for us. Um, mm -hmm. Fernanda, who's working with us, was able to bring this to the table. Um, the Bankhouse Media Group just made us brought, brought outside eyes and just made it really like this is what you need to do. And we really ran with that. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, so whenever we are, we're going to have so much more opportunity to do things like this. Yeah. Because whenever I was pulling through all the stuff in the with the PR agent um, for all the stuff that happened with Bankhouse Productions over the past, um, we're now coming into our 10th year in business. This is like our ninth year. And the 1st of August 2024 will be our 10th year. Um, so it's a really big year. Pulling together all that stuff, pulling together all of the, um, you know, what do you call them? Like reviews for Bankhouse Media. Is it reviews? Are you for Bankhouse Media? Oh yeah, just all of the stuff that we've been gathering, just pu pulling everything together for the Bankhouse Media Group. It's been mad to see that, you know, I'd started this business on my own. Yeah. Back in 2014, to see it now, where, where it's at and where it's going and how many people are involved and how many people it's helped. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy. I think that's part of it, looking back on you, your years and under seeing the growth and yeah. rewarding yourself and congratulating yourself on all the hard work that you've done. And yeah. that you've put in the achieving it, you know. I was on the phone, Danny, yesterday for an hour. Anna does the PR, used to do the PR in Bankhouse Productions and still does, still comes on whenever we've got a movie or anything. And we were going through all the movies, South Dive, Street Leagues, loads of different things that was there. There's so much content there, like of PR stuff that we had done over the years, you know. Sometimes you, you know, take yourself for granted. Mm, you so you do forget, to, like, yeah, yeah. It, it is good to sort of have that. Yeah. And I want other people to do it as well, exactly the way I started out. Like, by 2034, they'll be in their 10th year of business. Yeah. You know, if, if they end up taking this opportunity, filling out the form and allowing us to work with them, building their business out. Yeah. Trusting us to do it. I know. Yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait. Brilliant. So, anything else on this? Podcast. I think that's it. I think we just have to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. I hope yes. you have lots of fun times with family or important people, people yeah. who are important to you. Yeah. Um, gorgeous New Year. And Yeah, well, yeah. Happy Christmas, Happy New Year, and we will see you in 2024. See you then. Bye. Bye.